Stand by for the latest episode of the Signal 50 Podcast with your hosts, Bravo and Alpha, two lifelong friends that swore an oath to uphold and defend the Constitution of the United States of America. Stand by for broadcast. Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to the Signal 50 podcast on January 1st, 2023. Bravo. Happy New Year to you, sir. How are Thank you? Thank you very much. Happy New Year 2023. Holy cow. Where did 22 go? Well, I'm glad it's gone, but we have a new year we have to contend with. That's right. We are ready to share it with you here on the Signal 50 podcast. Welcome, everyone. Confirming the red button, sir. Excellent. On, on take Excellent. two. <laughs> take two. Yes. Sorry, everybody out there in the in 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 podcast land. We we have to apologize a little bit. Both of us had a little bump in our career for one reason or another, and a little bit of ch- changes that have happened over the past couple of years. Uh, you know, COVID, this, that, and the other thing. All sorts of crazy business happened over the past couple of years. Uh, both of us are digging into new uh, new ventures, and we've just been literally exhausted. Mm-hmm. So. I apologize for not putting out content. It's just, it's, it's, it's unending. But we thank Uh, all those out there who want to listen to us. So here we are bringing you some more stuff, uh, (laughs) end of the year, new year uh, type of reflections. And we're going to kind of talk about the stories that the mainstream media talks about, but they get it wrong. Very wrong. Well, let's, let's do this. You know, everybody's big on new year's resolutions and your, and your average new year's resolution only lasts, uh, you know, eight days. Right. Really? I'm, yeah. Mine always lasts four, but I am I am trying one thing. Alpha, I will say I I did get a membership to the gym. I am making a commitment to go three Excellent. days a week. Uh, I'm going to incorporate some more weight training, more than ac- or, uh, aerobic type stuff. I'm her- I'm yes. hearing uh, weightlifting is a lot better for you, so I'm going to be doing that. It's it's great to go out and move around and do the aerobic thing. I think it's great. Um, mm-hmm. I I made a resolution last June that mm-hmm. I was going to hit the gym at least three times a week, mm-hmm. and I'm proud to say that for the last six months, mm-hmm. I've hit the gym at least three days a week every single week, and I have not missed except for one week. Uh, I missed, but you know yep. what? Hey. Good for you. Yeah, I'm uh, Mazel Tov. Good well, for you. you. Get in there. Get after it. Yep. And yeah, weight training, uh, weight training and diet are the two biggest, uh, two biggest things. That's right. But Hey, New Year's Eve. Hey, write us, tell us what you're going to be doing. Uh, did take a little bit of a break from the news this past two weeks, just yes. because it's been, uh, constantly depressing in terms of, uh, <laughs> promises made and not kept, you know, yeah. president Trump, uh, love him to death. He, he showed us how he could keep promise promises and keep them. Uh, but now we're into the Biden administration, which uh, the place is going to hell in a handbasket. I will say, yes, indeed. Yep, yep. He's you know, look. Uh, we got problems, big um, problems, huge, big, big problems, huge, huge problems. problems, huge, you know, we're, we're, huge. And we're going to talk about those. That's um, right. You know, look. Let's let's get into it here a little bit. We got a lot to talk mm-hmm. about here. Let's let's get into what our what we call our quick hit segment. Bravo, go, give us a lead off in the quick hit. So. Uh, You've been hearing some problems with the airlines lately, uh, specifically, you know, fuel prices or flights are canceled. Uh, the latest one was huge. I mean, I love Southwest. I fly them all the time. But Southwest, I feel, stepped in at this time, big time. Uh, they first blamed it on the weather, and they took advantage of that that cold snap that we all suffered from. 
and they said, oh, it's the weather. But then they said uh, that they had some, you know, they didn't have enough pilots and crew. Uh, you know, they're, they were having issues with getting them to where they need to be. Yep. Uh, but they were in the waiting room. <laughs> so well, what the hell's going well, on? Wait here, a minute. Right? Now, now they canceled 25, 23, 24, 2500 flights, you know, the, you know, before, during and after Christmas. That's right. So a day. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, this is this is not funny. This is a big problem. Yeah, and people were stranded. And and what made it worse was uh, that the the pilots were starting to tweet and to put Facebook posts out there saying, uh, "We're in the waiting room. Uh, we're in our lounge area, and we're waiting to go, and we can't because what it turned out was Southwest Computer System that's 15 years old couldn't cut it and and make. The, all the you know they can't find their airplanes they can't find their crews they use cell phones get that alpha they're using cell phones to figure out where their crews are where their pilots are where the planes are um, and even on the company message system in the cockpit they said they had to take a four-day break this was right in the middle of the Christmas uh, travel season which I think I, I think people travel more during Christmas than they do New Year's if I'm not mistaken yeah yeah that's reasonable. But that got out on Twitter also. So thank you to Elon Musk for not shutting that down because, you know, they would have liked to. And then you have the CEO coming out and apologizing. Don't blame the, the crews. Blame blame him. But he's uh, oh, yes. making quite a lot of money sitting around doing nothing. What it, what really bothered me was the fact that, you know, I use Southwest all the time. Uh, their, yep. their computer system, you know, like if I fly another airline like Delta, I can track my, my, my baggage. It'll say, you know, it's being loaded. It's, 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 and the terminal waiting to be placed on the plane. It's on the plane. You just know where it is all the time. Uh, Southwest hasn't gotten it yet. Um, they also received billions of dollars during the COVID nonsense, uh, to keep everything afloat. Where'd it go? I guess they didn't invest in a new computer system. So Hey, you're Love using 15, nothing, nothing, nothing in the uh, the PPP loans that said that they had to. That's true. I'm sure it went. There, to the, they, you know, they just gave away all this money with, uh, you know, no strings attached. That's right. Accountability yeah, is man. a is a word that was lost in 2022. I would say, my friend. You know, 21, 20, yeah. 20 21, 22, <laughs> 20. Just it's just unbelievable. Look, it you is. know, hey, listen, I, I, you know, didn't go anywhere. Uh, stayed home. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm glad uh, I wouldn't want to be out traveling. Can you imagine, you know, listen, you know, this is stressful, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah. You're this out, the, you're traveling, yeah. you got a couple of kids with you, you got your bags, you got your, 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 your crap, right? Mm-hmm. Because people travel with too much crap, right? <laughs> you shouldn't have any more than a carry-on. That's right. Well, you don't need it. Right. Right. You just don't need. If you got babies and stuff, I, I get it. Babies require gear. I, I I understand, but how stressful is that going to be? Well, you're, just as you're, a you're as, stranded in an airport and you're yeah. you're short of money. Yeah, where are you going to stay? We're going to stay. How are you yeah. going to get home? I mean, how are you going to? What are you going to eat? I mean, the other time I traveled on, you know, the the plane got canceled or something. The weather messed things up, so I actually drove home from Baltimore to to the New York area and it wasn't that bad of a drive but uh I'll tell you about my trip at the end of the the show here about the other trip I took to Phoenix Arizona well driving home was not an option that's a long drive <laughs> you yeah know? you'd be behind the wheel for about 4 days that's right so 
But the other thing was just as a is why it's important to update your software. I guess is because uh, at JFK, excuse me, at LaGuardia, where Southwest flies into, uh, they couldn't track any of the luggage where it was supposed to go, so they just dumped it in a room, and then people had to go look for their bags <laughs> in the middle of this huge room. Uh, that oh. that would have made me very angry. I guess you should oh. travel now with your baggage and an Apple or some kind of locator device. A tracker or some sort, so you can know where it is. Anyway, put drop an air tag in your bag. <laughs> that's right. You know, I, I love, I love. Oh, that's another subject we can talk about yep. later too. I mean, yep. uh, air tags and whatever. But look, look you know, hey, listen, I'm, I'm a big advocate. If you're going to travel, get yourself a really good suitcase, mm-hmm. right? Like a Tumi or a Travel Pro, something, something really good. Yeah, and get the carry-on size. Get the maximum allowable carry-on size. Carry a briefcase or a little like a like a little twenty two liter backpack that you can shove underneath the seat in front of you with your laptop, you know, a change of clothes, your pharmaceuticals. Oh, folks, never ever ever travel with pharmaceuticals in your check bag. That's right. You Don't may. ever 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 do that. Yep. Don't right. Yeah. Dude, Just never bad. be separated from your medication. That's all right? right. Don't do Glasses, it. Glasses, contact lenses, contact lens solution, extra t shirt, underwear deodorant, you know, small deodorant travel, travel size in your little bag that you carry on the plane. Mm-hmm. Just in case something happens, man. That's right. You never know. A white you jacket. Have... You never know. You never know. You need to use the airport bathroom to get washed up. And brush Correct. Your teeth. I've had to do it. Yep. Yep. Anyway, moving on. Jeez. Let's talk about uh, Carrie Lake. Uh, she <sighs> lost her first round. The uh, judge mm-hmm. that was uh, running the show there basically came up with a decision on Christmas Eve, right before Christmas Eve started, that... Uh, he dismissed the other two charges. Uh, it must have been on the take for the Democrats. Who knows? But he said uh, that's that's no go. But this isn't over yet. It isn't over because they're appealing to the Supreme Court. And uh, they just came out with their rationale for that. And uh, one story I want to add to the Kerry Lake saga uh, is the Abe Hamaday He's the attorney general candidate for Arizona. Now, his case, he is an attorney, of course, because he's going for AG. He just got the okay um, to, to the, make the, the, it was a 500 ballot lead in front for the Democrat, but now it's down to 200 because they found ballots that they couldn't uh, justify as being legal ballots. What does that tell me? There's a lot of shenanigans going on. They can get that lead. That's an automatic recount. Now, Hobbs is not allowing that recount to happen, my friend. So I don't know what to tell you, Alpha. <laughs> Something's going on. Just just remember, it's not it's not who you vote for. It's who counts the votes. That's who's, well, Hobbs has signed, signed her name to it and certified it and wants to get, she wants to get inaugurated, which I believe still she's going to get inaugurated. But yep, this, sure uh, she's probably going to get, yeah, there was a case, there was a case Yes, in the 1800s, where they yeah. had two governors of Arizona uh, because of the same issues and the same shenanigans. So, you know, history repeats itself, I guess. Yep. Yeah, it, it sure can. I I will remain not optimistic that anything will change. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I know. But I, I do admire and appreciate Carrie Lake's efforts. She's not giving up, and she is going to fight this to the end. Uh, Lee, not fight like physically fight, but she's going to do everything she can to resist. Well, and, she'll she'll exhaust her legal options. That too, yep, and a whole lot of money. That's right. So now, uh, this is interesting. The call for the old maid Pelosi uh, to be investigated for her her 
efforts and her her uh, nonsense, where they found memos and emails discovering that the uh, they blocked the area. Army National Guard. It's written down. You know how they say don't write anything down. Isn't that what yep. they say, Alpha? They yep. Don't write yep. anything down. Well, it was written down, and they found that they released it on the Twitter files. <laughs> Gotta love this Twitter stuff. Yeah, Army National Guard was uh, told to um, to not deploy uh, for January sixth. They they shot him out, and and old maid Pelosi, she is in charge of the security for the the, the Congress, and it was interesting that the army, uh, the sergeant at arms. And then the chief of the uh, Capitol Police, the chief of Capitol Police, died the next day. Um, not sure why did he would something about Hillary. I think he did. Anyway, <laughs> I just don't get it. Just remember, everybody, words whistle on the wind where yeah. ink is forever. That's right. So yeah, be careful. That's what happened. Now, I think we're up to. Eight Twitter drops going on nine. Nine, nine, no, nine, and nine, nine is next. Niner, nine is next. Now, uh, they've actually, um, it's in, it's conclusive. I, look, if anyone wants to get up there and says I'm I'm a conspiracy theorist, you know what I'm going to tell you? Just read the drops, read the information. It's all there. The FBI is involved. The CIA, CDC, FDA, all, yeah, have all of them, direct lines to censor speech. Now, Facebook is still participating. YouTube still participating. Yep. Twitter went rogue. Okay? They went rogue. <laughs> yeah, they did. Now, I, I think I think it's important to really understand what, what the government was doing. The government couldn't do it directly, so they, they brought on a partner. That's what they call these uh, relationships. Yes. And, and the partner did all the work for them which is despicable in my opinion, my friend. What do you think? Well, it's 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 worse than despicable. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the back door to a totalitarian state mm-hmm. where there's no free thought and it's everything is controlled and everything is seen through the the filter that the the government uh, the shadowy figures want you to see things. Mm-hmm. So uh, our democracy, well, I, I hate that term. I'm not even going to call We're it. We're a republic, that. by the way. Our republic, yes. Our our republic is kaput. Done. Yeah. Honest kaput. Now there are more coming. More data dumps are coming, and I'm, oh, I sure. can't wait for these because these are the Fauci and the COVID dumps and how they oh, yeah. they yeah, kept yeah. that that speech down. I, I like how Elon says, I'm not suicidal. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's actually kind of sad. I mean, it's funny. It's yeah, funny. It's too. true. Yeah, it's true. That's, that's right. true. It's terrible. <clears throat> we talked about uh, Abe Hamaday. Yep. We already. talked about that already. Cause I thought it would uh, go well with uh, Carrie there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, so look, you know, we got a new Congress coming in. Um, um, holding my breath. I think I'm turning purple. I need an innovation too, please. Stat. Well, these people, you know, the Republicans have got to get their heads out of their rear ends, and they've got to they've got to elect a leadership. And I don't think Kevin McCarthy's the guy. Um, I don't like him. No, I don't trust him. I, he, I think Scalise would be a better choice. Yeah. Well, there's some things about Scalise too, but uh, here's here's the real issue, and and I think it it is clear and evident. And I'm not pulling this out of my my rear end. I'm 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 looking at the data. I'm looking at the data points. Look at what McConnell just did with that disgusting budget 
approval that they just came up with uh, and, and is talking highly of the president and how he likes the president and how he gets along with them. And, and this is great. And there are true blue rhinos and it comes also down to look at the, look at the, the, the inner squabbling between the Republican party. Now the RNC, the Republican national committee, they're trying to uh, get McDaniels back in there. They all, they all have Mick in front of them, McDaniels, McCarthy and McConnell. Hmm. I wonder if there's a conspiracy about that, but anyway, uh, you have, you have McDonald. Uh, I, I'm, I would like to see Harmeet Dillon take the reins of the Republican national committee she is a she is go getter. She is practical, smart, and not only that, she would clean that place up because she does not deal with corruption at all. She fights it and she brings suits against it. But uh, McConnell was no help to us in this budget fight. He just handed it over. So I really think there's a deep state. I think that's what it is. It's a, they call it the Uniparty or the deep state, and I think that's really what we're dealing with. Alpha, what do you think? I don't think that Ronna McDaniel is on our side at all. Um, mm-hmm. I think she was incompetent or she was, uh, you know, there's, t- there's, there's, you couldn't find a better condition for success than the last election cycle for Republicans. Mm-hmm. All they had to do was invest properly and put the, put the, put their forces behind the right candidates. They didn't. Right. They left them they out refused the open. money. Yeah. They, they, it was not run properly. Right. Mitch McConnell's got to go mm-hmm. eventually. Rona McDaniel's got to go. I have lost faith in the Republican Party. There are very few actors in, in the Republican Party that I put any stock into. Mm-hmm. I have respect for a number of them. Um, I never used to really like Rand Paul, mm-hmm. but he's not really a Republican. No, he's a libertarian, actually. He's more of a libertarian, yep. right? Yep. You know, he'll support lesbian pot farmers defending their marijuana crop with AR-15s. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have any faith in the Republican Party. They have not seemed to have been able to close the deal on anything in a long time. They spent more time fighting against Donald Trump than fighting for him and with him. And Donald Trump was a definitely a polarizing figure in American politics, no doubt about it. The guy had some great ideas. He he made a lot of mistakes. Mm-hmm. Personnel was made, one of them. Personnel. Personnel was a major mistake. Yeah. He made far fewer mistakes than I'm seeing that these these geniuses of the industry make every single day. Mm-hmm. Every mistake that these people make costs us our future. Right. $1.7 trillion at a time. Oh, this is great. No, it's not great. You see where the money's going? I mean, you can't even. Of course, four thousand pages of nonsense, but it's going to Ukraine. It's going to. I wouldn't orders. give them another thin dime. I there's something going on in Ukraine, and it's and it's. I, I believe wholeheartedly it has to do with the World Economic Forum and the Great Reset, and they want to have a world war, and that's where they're trying to get it started. And uh, really, no one's no one's having anything to say about it. Period. No one wants it. And well, it's like everybody went in on this whole thing, hook, line, and sinker, right? Right. Um, what I think it is, I think that uh, I think that uh, Zelensky and and his band of merry men 
discovered that they had more leverage over our president, who is much more compromised uh, than than anybody would probably want to believe. It's like, hey, listen, man, if you don't send me another $45 billion, I'm going to break out this document over here mm. or this one over here. You know, look what we all know that all these politicians were tied up in Ukraine mm-hmm. for one reason or another. Um, and, and I'm going to tell you that it's not a wholesome relationship that we have with the Ukraine. No, not at all. And Zelensky's a, Zelensky's a, uh, a two faced lying SOV that is just as bad as the rest of them. Yeah. Hey, listen, yeah, I, I get it. There's one thing I'm going to say about Zelensky. There's one thing I'm going to say. His his country did get attacked by a bigger bigger mm-hmm. by a bigger bear, right? Yeah, the Russians attacked him. Um, the man is trying to do whatever he can to protect his country. Uh, to the best of my knowledge, I don't think that they're playing at war here. Mm-hmm. Bravo! I, I think this is a, this is a real war. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is he's got so much leverage over us, we can't get out of it. No, and and the types of weaponry that's going over there now is building and building and building. We're sending Patriot missiles over there now. Which I believe is a second generation, it's or it's a first generation missile system, but still, I mean, why? it's a pretty advanced system. Okay, so I, I heard that they're sending Patriot missiles over, and they're sending over artillery type stuff, and you know, and, and there was no action from the House of House of Representatives or or the Senate to sanction this 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 action. There's no been no invocation of War Powers Act. There's no. There's no congressional approval. There, there's nothing but well, there there was congressional approval in the 1.7 trillion dollars mm-hmm. to send over 45 more billion dollars for Ukraine. When does it stop? Well, when uh, the lesbians get their money and the, the trans people get their money, and uh, there's nothing for you and I because it went to stupid uh, policy decisions by our idiotic administration led by a buffoon. Yes, with a nuclear waste expert that is a criminal. It's, it's just insane. That's right. It's like we, we totally have the B team. The entire world is laughing at us. But mm-hmm. anyhow, you know, I'm getting a kick out of Marjorie Taylor Greene. I think she's yes. funny. She she's, is. She's hilarious. She's she's somebody that I've grown to like. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's funny as hell. She uh, is. You know, let's, let's uh, you know, we'll, we'll come back to Marjorie Taylor Greene and her antics another time. Uh, <laughs> she's, she'll be interesting to watch in the new Congress. Right. Hey, how about that southern border, huh? Oh, I wouldn't even call it a border. Although the it's not a border, uh, the the Supreme Court did uphold Title Forty Two five to four, uh, which yeah. um, okay. Uh, so on paper it looks great, but you know de facto, what's really going on? There are just two thousand people coming a day. You got Abbott that's sending people up north where they they shouldn't be. They're trying to filter out the red states with all these immigrants. You know. Didn't the Democrats even read the, the Constitution because they can't vote? They're not citizens. How are they going to vote? Well, that's why we have these mail-in ballot BS and all the other shenanigans going on. So they are, they have their plan and they are running it. So where well, is the, the counter? The, their their goal their goal is to say if you live here, you can vote. It doesn't matter if you're a citizen or not. That's mm. their goal, right? Yeah. So it, it's 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 tragic. It's really tragic. It is. Um, it's it's totally out of control. Like it's lawless, and we're all suffering for it because we have people that do not belong here, that should not be here, and they're here. 
<laughs> just don't care. Well, and they are. And and how can how can the government look its people in the in the, in the face with a straight face and say, you know, you owe us income taxes? How how can they look us in the face, you know, with a straight face mm. and say these things? I, I don't understand. So well, it's time to. Know. Yep. Yeah. BS buzzer for that one. That cut. I mean, if you don't pay your taxes, you go to jail. You go to jail. But if I don't get my return, my refunds back, which I haven't seen in, you know, when they when they're supposed to get them back, we're not getting them back anytime soon. What are they doing with them? Oh, they're sending them to Ukraine. Sorry, I forgot. Oh well, we bought a phone for a, an illegal oh, just so they show up God. to the hearing. Yeah. So, anyhow, let's move along here. So moving along, moving along to the first block of the program. In case anybody was living under a rock for the last week and a half, you know, the Christmas season, everybody understands that Buffalo, Erie, Pennsylvania, Buffalo, Cheektowaga, all those areas, and we had a big cold front that came through, whatever. The cyclone, or what they call it? The the bombogenesis, the bomb cyclone (laughs) came across the country. Bombogenesis is a scientific term for drop in pressure. Yeah, we get that. Okay, yeah. It's just a term they throw around yeah but you've got the the climate alarmists that's right that are just absolutely you know apoplectic about oh my god this is climate change this is the worst thing we've ever seen apparently they don't understand that this kind of thing happens every few years that's right you know it happens on a cycle uh i remember i was little at the time the blizzard of 77 you remember that i was uh, the same age as you were <laughs> Correct. I think it was uh, wait. The blizzard came before Star Wars, so that you know that's all I remember from that year was Star Wars. Right. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, go figure. But you know the the point. The point being. The point being, these kind of things happen. Yep. Okay. Lake effect snow is a thing. Mm-hmm. It it happens every single year, year after year. Talk to the people up on the Tug Hill Plateau in, in New York, Watertown, mm-hmm. you know, Phoenix, New York, uh, Redfield, all those places up there where they get 300 inches of snow a winter off of Lake Ontario. Right. Go talk to them. It's great snow uh, for skiing and stuff. Great and, snow, but it happens high, every year. And how high were the snow banks from the snow plows? I mean, you could build forts oh, in them. Do you remember that? We did. Yes. But, I remember winters. I remember winters when they were when when we got just absolutely clobbered. Right. I remember the blizzard of seventy seven. I was six years old. Mm-hmm. You were the same. Yep. I remember the blizzard of we had a blizzard in eighty eight. Yep. I remember that one. I remember the blizzard of ninety three. Holy crap! Oh yeah, forget that one. I was home from uh, college uh, during yeah. the winter break and running around on the fire department, uh, and I had a car that didn't have four-wheel drive and it was interesting i'll just leave it at that yeah well i was stuck at a firehouse for three days yep we were running calls on snowmobiles <laughs> wow yep. we had seven feet of snow mm-hmm. okay so global warming climate change whatever my ass ding ding stop ding. Yep. stop it you know we're exactly thank you yeah. Winter happens, folks. All right, so now we're we're sacrificing ourselves in the name of climate change, right? Because uh, it's affecting our energy, I think. Well, you know, we're we're shaping policy because you know we have to you know self emulate uh, because of our sins mm-hmm. of, of of fossil fuels, right? 
This is not honorable, nor is it like the samurai back in the no. uh, the ancient times where they actually died no. for honor. This is not honorable, everyone. I got to tell you. No, we're just we're just killing ourselves for sport, right? right? You know, listen, we, we're going to go, you know, apparently New York State's got a plan where they're going to do away with propane and natural gas. Over and my everyone's going to switch to electric. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, these people are crazy. I mean, this is an insane cult of people, don't well, you think? Well, Bravo? there's not enough electricity to power. You know you know how, how expensive it is to, to heat by electric? I did that when I was in college. I was heating my apartment by, by electric. It was $400 a month and that was back in the days when your phone when your electric bill was about 50 bucks a month. So, uh, no, I'm not doing that. Thanks but no thanks. Well, we haven't built a new uh, coal-fired plant in this country to produce electricity. Uh God forbid we should put a new nuke plant in, which is the cleanest form of energy on the face of the planet. I agree. Um you know, but we're going to put windmills up that that uh, self-destruct and don't produce enough power. And what happened with the 50-mile-an-hour winds we got during that cyclone low-pressure nonsense? Uh, those those don't work at 50 miles an hour. Think of all the power you can make at 50 miles an hour of winds. and you They can't. shut off. They shut off. They weather vane into the, into the wind, and they shut off. Yep. So the blades don't snap off of them. Right. And they freeze. And it doesn't work. And no. then the reserve power, right? So it's batteries. Yeah, the electric. So the, from my understanding, and this is physics, and I was listening to uh, a show about about this. Um, I think it was War Room. War Room's still been going, but they talked about how you need to have constant energy production to have the energy reliably twenty four hours a day. A lot of people had blackouts and brownouts during the 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 cold cold snap of weather. How are you supposed to heat your homes? You can't. Uh, you can't. So this policy is insane, and they're basing it on an insane, unprovable, unscientific, climate change BS narrative that everyone's falling for, not me and you, Alpha, but everyone else seems to be falling for, hook, line, and sinker, Yep. and they don't work. Solar panels don't work in the dark, and we're in the shortest amount of light, This, you know, not a lot of light. <laughs> in this time of the year because the earth rotates around its own axis and we're far away from the sun. <laughs> God. It doesn't matter how many solar panels you put up. You can't <sighs> store the energy to carry you through to, during the dark, okay? Right. There's not enough energy storage cap capability to run the grid, right? That's right. So it, it's a big problem. You know, listen, I, I just want to bring everything to something to everybody's attention. Mm-hmm. We have a thing in our government um, where you have to sign a conflict mineral statement when you when you sign a contract with the federal government. Conflict mineral statement? Yes. Oh. That you are not going to use minerals in production of raw goods or finished product that may have been harvested by use of slave labor or in a conflict zone or under, under duress. Oh, right? wait a minute. Does China have to sign that? Nope. Oh, just checking. Sorry. No, they don't care. Uh, that's the point. Mm. So the next time you buy an electric vehicle, you buy a battery, you buy anything like that, the cobalt, the nickel, the this, the that, the, the, the minerals are all being harvested in Africa using slave labor, yep. conflict minerals. Afghanistan. Afghanistan. Yeah. Mm. So... Yeah, I have a problem here. 
Mm-hmm. I, have a, I have a big problem here. It's hypocrisy at a scale that that can't even be measured. Um, it's it's bad. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the Postal Service is going to electric vehicles. Oh, so the very reliable and get the mail to you on time and reliably is going to go to electric vehicles. Oh, boy. They're not going to be so reliable anymore. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. They were never reliable. I'm, I apologize. Right. My mistake. My mistake. Well, wait till wait till you know they they park all these things undercover and they have to build these buildings with all this electric grid and micro grid on the inside to to charge them and wait till somebody has an accident one day one of these depots where they're charging these vehicles overnight catch them wait till one catches fire and then wait till they all catch fire yep one standard automobile fire takes about between 500 to a thousand gallons of water to extinguish i mean the a regular car. gasoline engine a regular gas car you saw those fires on the side of the road yeah you drove by them it's kind of hot but you got through it right but you can use 500 to a thousand gallons of water to get it out yep easy yep. easy no big right. deal we can right. we can carry that we can carry that on on, on an industrial pumper no right. problem at all the minimum Class A pumper is going to carry at least 750 gallons of water, right? Right. That's correct. All right. Now, how much water does it take to extinguish an electric vehicle? Uh, last time I checked, was 40,000 gallons. You want to park that in your garage? 40,000 gallons because it, it, it's the heat load, all right? Uh, and it's a chemical reaction. That, that too. It's a chemical fire. Well, it's a chemical fire, but I'm talking about the heat, and you have to cool. You have to take something away to stop the fire from burning. You have to take away the fuel when you can't do it. Once it starts fire, you can't do it. You can't take the oxygen out of the air. You can't suck the oxygen out of it. It's not like you're in space. You can open up an airlock. doesn't work that way. I mean, in Tesla, in uh, Elon Musk's world, he can open up, you know, if he had a fire on one of his rockets, I guess. He could do that conceivably if it was in the cabin. Anyway, uh, and then... Um, uh, the the heat, which is why you use water on fire, uh, that's you, you would need. Wow, I, I can't even imagine how you would do that. You need three fire engines, just deluging the, the these water forty thousand gallons, and we you can get a thousand gallons per minute out of a pumper with a good water source. Using multiple nozzles. Using multiple move. nozzles. You, that can't, means you, you can't hustle a thousand gallons a minute out of a standard nozzle. You're going to have right. to use several. That's right. Uh, and you, you, you think it's a a problem now? You know what, what happens when you have to hit a hydrant to to put out a car fire? Right. Some places don't have hydrants, and you may be out in the middle of nowhere and using. Tankers. What if that's parked in your garage? Oh, uh, your house is gone. There totally was, gone. There was a there was a structure fire here that was caused by an electric vehicle. The whole place was down. The house was, the, the fire was through the roof in a matter of moments. And the people yep. were lucky to get out. Between three and 5,000 degrees of heat. Yep. You cannot put that out with standard firefighting equipment and tactics and that, of today. That also includes hybrids. Correct. They still have the same battery in them. That's right. Not as big, but they're still. Still big enough to knock you on your ass if you lick the post, put your tongue on the on the nine volt. You right. know what I mean? Or you had to get out. You know, there when they first came out, these hybrids and these electric vehicles, we had to go through a, a session of what what to cut, what not to cut, because they have these big wires running through it, and there's no circuit breaker to shut it off. <laughs> so yeah, I remember that. I remember when we had to when the evolution of things. Remember when you had to have airbag training, right? 
And then you had to have EV training. Now mm-hmm. you've got to have electric vehicle training. Now they're making these things bigger and bigger and bigger, right? That's you right. Know, postal trucks, they're going to be huge. Oh, you want to have uh, ta- uh, tra- uh, tractor trailers yeah. using these things. Are you kidding me? Look, I'm, I'm all for research, Alpha. I'm all for getting yep. the latest and the greatest. You want to put little hydrogen cells in there and, and cool. even, great. You know, that, that, you want to talk about clean energy? There's, there's your clean energy. And hydrogen is plentiful. It's easy to get, from what I understand. Yep. Very easy to process. And you put in a hydrogen cell and you can run your car on that. Perfect. You can run your car on gas. If you're really natural gas, fine. You know, they, they, those, it's hard to fill and it's a little bit difficult to get the compression rate. But anyway, but if you, if you really want to talk about that, nuclear power, and come up with fusion. All right, let's get out of the fission department. Go to fusion. Elon Musk, get to work. All right, that's all I got. I say. think he can do it. He's an alien, yeah. after all. Yes, he is. I think he is. Yes, he's he is. a self-admitted alien. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he's an interesting character, isn't he? He is. He's a. He's a. He's a. He's a. He's a trip. So we're going to move on to the next segment here. You know, look, you're going to see more and more in the news about hybrid and electric vehicles and. And they're they're starting to really become you know prevalent. They're they're a novelty now. Well, uh, they're it, toys of the rich and shameless. They are. And here's the interesting thing. So, just looking at the car market, just because I have a little f- curiosity with the car market, electric vehicles were being traded in at sixty thousand dollars. Now that car loans have gone up, the interest rates of car loans have gone up to an average of used car loan is about ten percent now. Can you imagine paying ten percent interest on a loan right now? Um, new cars are four and a half percent. It's still, uh, I'm sorry, seven and a half percent for the prime. If you're above prime and you have really good credit, you can get it maybe four and a half. But anyway, these cars, the wholesale prices have gone down tremendously. Uh, Tesla's, uh, that are used are now going for $40,000 when they were bought up by $60,000 six months ago. Um, and these are just statistics you can find, uh, all over the place. Um, people are trying to buy them and then sell them quickly to make money off them, but that's not happening anymore because people can't afford to buy cars anymore. That's really what it comes down to. Can't afford them. So you're going to have to wait for the, the amount of uh, supply, the, the, what the dealers have, to be able to see the prices start coming down. But that's not happening right now. So, but right. Tesla's are no, no bargain anyway. But. No, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this segment up here. With, yeah. But I'm gonna say one thing: if you've got a car, take good care of it. Mm-hmm. If it needs to be fixed, fix it. Right. If it needs an oil change, change the oil. Pay it off. Pay off your car. Yep. Don't go get yourselves into a brand new car loan. It's not going to be profitable. No, it's not. So let's move on to the next segment. All thank right. you, Elon. This is the, the next segment. Yes, thanks to Elon for uh, uh, confirming our Alpha and Bravo report that we came out with back in March last year, I believe it was, March, April. It's on our website, Signal50.com. Go read it. Uh, we took uh, some data. We did some analysis. Uh, thanks to Alpha and your mathematician skills, uh, my, my health science skills where we put some points together and found out that the vaccines were not the treatment to go. And what we're seeing now is we're confirmed uh, from the Twitter drops and there's more coming. There's the, there I'm anticipating the Fauci drops will be very, very interesting. 
and uh, he's in big trouble, and they're trying to prevent it from coming out, but uh, nothing stopping this one. Um, that the vaccines were harmful, that uh, ivermectin was helpful, hydrochloroquine was helpful, and that COVID was nothing more than a repurposed flu. And that's where we're seeing all this information coming out right now. And it was a huge, huge, you know, bad boy to us as we see this information coming out. What do you think, Alpha? Well, I think it confirms everything that we thought all along. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you and I have a very different view of things. I think you and I are natural skeptics. Mm-hmm. And I'm grateful every day for the people that put skepticism into my way of thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that you and I are uh, fearful people. That's that's another good point. We'll talk about that I, in a minute. I, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. I think that you and I have a very different view of nature and uh, medicine and the human body and, and how it really works. So I don't think that you and I were necessarily susceptible to the propaganda. No, and that's what it was. We were not the target audience of the propaganda because we were not going to be swayed. Um, because you and I, like I said, we have a very different, much more scientific and, and maybe a more grounded in reality view of nature. Mm-hmm. Um, and the media and social media and public officials, they just they just ran with with just this utter fear campaign Mm -hmm. and i'm not going to belittle covid i had it Mm -hmm. and i had something that tested positive on their tests for whatever it is that that test tested positive for which we can't be sure of right right because we talk about the pcr testing it's just tests for particles that's right components of it It doesn't mean that you have it and the statistic you know we'll get into that in a minute but the rates of false positive are ridiculous that's right? right yeah so I had whatever it is that they were calling COVID on those tests. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you. It was not a walk in the park. No. I would not wish that on anybody. It was like the worst flu I've ever had. Uh, the scary part of COVID was it felt artificial. Mm-hmm. Like you would have one series of symptoms and all of a sudden those would shut off and it would move somewhere else. Right. And it would do something else. And then when you felt better there, it maybe you'd feel better for a day and then it's game on again somewhere else. It's just kept it was like a, a Ferris wheel of of, of sickness. Right. Uh, like a roulette wheel. Uh, spin your wheel and today it's going to be Not body the aches. <laughs> Tomorrow it's going to be the shakes yeah. and the chills and a high fever. Right. Oh, and, and when you're done with that, now you're going to get a splitting headache for a day. Mm-hmm. And, and now you're going to have malaise and weakness and, and you're going to have vomiting and diarrhea. And mm-hmm. It just kept going and going and going. Mm-hmm. It was the most insane thing I've ever experienced. Right. And then I took a couple of things in concert. Well, I can say it now. Right. I took ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, zinc, quercetin, D, uh, vitamin C. I took the the Zelensky uh, protocol. Not Zelensky. Uh, the oh, Zelenko. Zelenko protocol. Yep. Rest his soul. Yep. I took the Zelenko protocol, and in nine hours after taking my first round, 
I felt markedly better. Yes, you did. Yep. So Bingo. So how come? And we're going to ask the question. And of course, we're going to ask why. Why? Why didn't the Why didn't the health departments and the doctors that we had put so much faith into uh, start pushing that treatment? Now there were some. There were a lot of doctors that I knew that were pushing it. That they were they were yep. taking it themselves, and they never had a problem. But when they were found out that they were doing this, they had their jobs threatened, they had their licenses threatened, they were made to feel that they were lepers and that they were, you know, I, I almost equate it to what happened during Nazi Germany when people were hiding the Jews. You remember this? And, yes. And people hid the Jews so that they wouldn't be sent to the, the gas chambers. Yep. And if you got caught, you were arrested and you were, you were jailed or put to death. And that was the same thing that's happening now because you didn't follow the narrative. You didn't follow what they were telling you to do. Yes. And I got to tell you, when we wrote this report and we did it again, we remember we keep our names out of it. No one needs to know who we are. We are just two concerned citizens, lifelong friends who love to talk about current events. And we got sick and tired of it. And we looked at the data that came from the Pfizer hidden data that they were supposed to hold on to for 75 years. That, to me, was the number one reason why I said, Alpha, we got to do this. Yeah, that was a huge red flag. It was a huge red flag. I said, why are they hiding this from us? And then we found out that once we used uh, Edward Dowd, D-O-W-D, information that, course, that correlated, this was a true correlation of health insurance, uh, excuse me, life insurance, death rates, and the number that went up right after the, the these jabs were given and i i gotta tell you i'm with dan bongino here you know i ran out i got the first two shots i was getting not getting any more done was not getting any boosters forget it not doing it nope no and they're proven harmful they are harmful why did 1223 people drop dead in the first group of people and what's worse, and what's worse, not only did they drop dead, but then they hid the data, and they didn't That's stop right. the administration of this medication. And you raised that with somebody and said, well, wait a minute, in Pfizer's own data, they say that 1,226 people died uh, in this group of people that received this uh, th- these vaccinations. Oh, don't pay any attention. They're totally safe. No, they're not. All right. I mean, it was just it was the biggest gaslighting, propaganda-based, nonsense i'd ever seen in my entire life and here's the other thing too as a healthcare provider and you as a healthcare provider you can't just go up to someone and start treating them and doing things to them without their permission is that correct correct now the only time you can go up to someone and start treating them is when they're unconscious and unresponsive and you can actually have implied consent implied meaning they would want you to do something so that's fine you can, you can do CPR on someone when they're not breathing and they have no heartbeat. Okay? Oh, because they can't, they can't object. They can't object. However, as a healthcare professional myself, I, would, I have to tell people the, the pros and the cons, the risks and the benefits of what it is to do a procedure on someone, as simple as suturing them or putting stitches in their, in their cuts or something as complicated as doing surgery on them. That was my responsibility, to get informed consent. 
Did anyone see anything when you were getting your jabs about what kind of risks would happen to you? Not one. No. No, not not one. And thing. just as a just to put the icing on the cake on this one, Alpha, I wish people listened to us and read our report and use it in their briefs to talk about informed consent. That is a way you can get a class action lawsuit going and and make these things go away permanently. They're killing people with these jabs, and I don't care what they say. And not only that, acquired immune deficiency syndrome. Sound familiar? AIDS, everyone? That yeah. they blamed it on the HIV virus, which is supposedly there. These These jabs induce an acquired immune deficiency syndrome. And your body can't fight off infection. Everyone ask right now why we're seeing an increase in RSV in adults. That typically was a childhood disease. And you got it and you were fine. Explain to me after why people have gotten four boosters. We're seeing a rise in RSV amongst adults. Well, the first booster, booster leech didn't work. Let's get him another leech. Yep. It's witch doctory. It was mass panic, mass panic. And fear. That was sold. We're talking about it fear. Was fear. Right? It was fear-driven. And not only was it fear-driven, it was we were taken advantage of. The fear that was instilled in people in this country and around the world, it got stoked when corporations and government and, and localities and, and employers started saying, if you don't get this, you won't be able to feed your family. And we'll and, fire you. That's right. And anyone wonder why we're having airline problems all of a sudden? Like we can't get flights or canceling flights all of a sudden. Do you think because it's because the pilots won't want to fly? They don't want to have any part of it. They don't want to get their. They didn't want to get the shots. They were forced to get them. Right. They didn't want them. They knew it was bad for them. And the F and the F the um, the FAA actually had a rule that said if you're under any other type of medication and you don't know what the symptoms are, you can't fly. And they just writ, wrote that off. They said, nope, you don't need to pay attention to that. How do I know that? Because I have friends who are pilots. And they told me all about it. They said, I'm not getting that crap. And they fired them from their jobs because they weren't going to get the money from the government if they didn't force this on them. This is how the government forced us as citizens of the United States of America to get this crap because they couldn't do it themselves. So they used corporations and peer pressure to do it, and they never got my implied consent, my informed consent. Excuse me, never. informed consent. They never got anybody's informed consent. They didn't tell us about the eight pages of eight sized font side effects. Over fifteen hundred and seventy-two recorded side effects from the jabs. From That's the in first our data. Rounds. It's in our report. Go read it, please. Please read it. This is not the last that anybody's going to hear of this. Nope. And we're going to keep beating beating this like a dead horse because we are not going to give up on this. This was wrong. We saw it that was wrong. We asked the question, why? We said no, and we said no effing way. And it's even worse than that now. Mm. You have people on their third and fourth boosters having COVID for the fourth, fifth, sixth time. Cancer. Cancer. COVID. RSV. Infections. Heart problems, any any immune malady you could suffer, they're suffering it. And if you give it to your children, I, 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 you're a fear. You're a fearful person. You do not have the chutzpah to say no. I'm not doing this. 
Now, the good news is that 50, 50 million people said, no, I'm not getting this. The drug companies are upset because they have to throw away millions and millions of doses. And you keep hearing it from Biden. You keep hearing it from Democrats. You keep hearing it from all these people. I'm so glad I got my vaccine. You hear these stories where people said, I was sicker than a dog. I should have got my vaccine. No, you shouldn't have. It wasn't going to help you anyways. That's right. We said it in the very beginning. There's only one way. Well, really two ways to stop a virus, right? Get it. Get better. Get it. Build natural immunity or have an effective live or dead virus vaccine right. that stimulates an, an, an immune response to that particular strain, yep. and you can be protected. Right. The vaccine was neither a vaccine. <laughs> it was not a vaccine. No. And in fact, it did not protect you against getting it and did not protect others from getting it. So explain to me again why. You're seeing huge amounts of of weights in the emergency department, in the hospital, and getting procedures, and you're still wearing masks to the doctor's offices. Again, fear. Fear. The emergency rooms are absolutely jam-packed with people with the sniffles. That's right. Because they scared the crap out of everybody. That's right. And there's Folks, n- it's cold and flu season. It happens. And And you notice how now the real flu is back? All of a sudden, the and anybody who's ever had the real flu, not like, oh, I was sick for two days. I had the flu. My ass. You had mm-hmm. a cold. That's right. You have never had the flu flu. Right. Remember swine flu? Oh, yeah. Or H1N1? I worked it. I was in the ER working it. We had that in my house. Many, wow. many years ago, we had H1N1. Yeah. Oh, my God, was that bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so fear. People, please do your research, become educated, and uh, and and not and don't follow the crowd. This was another thing that really bothered me in this whole the whole thing. I was I was I was canceled. I was told I was uh, a Trump sycophant. I was all kinds of things, and and I just stuck with my guns. It was thanks to Alpha and the show. Here, this is our chance to get air out what we were feeling and thinking. And we did it because we wanted to educate others. And again, doesn't matter who, what my name is. doesn't matter what your name is, Alpha. I really wanted just to get it out there and say, people, think, please, for yourself. Don't do this. And think for yourselves. And that's why we do this. That's right. You know, you learn to, you know, stand up for yourself. Think. Um, that's right. One more thing uh, before we let you go on this new year in 2023 here, the two lifelong friends that love to talk about current events, talk about that hard truth, right? So before um, before Christmas, I went out to uh, Phoenix, Arizona before the uh, Southwest airplanes broke uh, <laughs> or the computer system broke down and uh, went to Turning Point USA. And it was so nice to be amongst other people who I didn't have to hide what I felt or had to hide what I, what I was thinking. And I could, we could talk openly and yeah, I had some disagreement with some people. That's fine. But we didn't, we didn't get at each other's throats. And I saw all kinds of inspirational people that I look up to. First of all, first of all, most Carrie Lake, she had, she had, we, I was there when they announced that the judge actually accepted the, the trial uh, to go to trial and not throwing it out the window. So, that was a great 
was amongst tens, 10,000 people all cheering and, and just really elated to the fact that Carrie Lake was moving on and she's still putting up the fight and to watch her talk about it in person. Um, I also, you know, there was a whole bunch of media row there, Alpha. There were people there that were uh, doing their shows live, like especially the war room. I was there to watch it live. It was amazing. I, to watch the, the, there were really people on the other side of those cameras and they do this and they're very good at it. And, um, it was, it was amazing to watch production. It was amazing to see their, their equipment they used, how they do it on time. I got, uh, I got to meet with, uh, Ben Burkwam. Uh, he's a, such a great guy, such a great reporter. Uh, I also, Natalie Winters, everyone know, everyone who's out there should uh, know who Natalie Winters is. She is the, uh, she is the uh, ed- uh, the uh, editor re- uh, in charge of the articles on the warroom.org website. She's a fantastic investigative journalist. Just got out of college. And I don't care how young you are, how old you her Her writing, I told her this, uh, is perfect. Her grammar is perfect. <laughs> and she can convey ideas very well. Very intelligent. I'm very, it was very nice to meet her. Anyway, it was great to uh, get out there. Meeting other people who are like-minded. You don't have to sit in the corner and cower because you're afraid to say anything. Because we're still living in that area where they'll they'll cancel you and throw you out in the uh, proverbial mental stockade if they can. But well, it's it's nice that you had an opportunity to go do that. I wish I could have gone with you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's real interesting. It's really an interesting dynamic. Mm-hmm. Those are the ultra, you know, devout of our of our of our leanings, mm-hmm. um, and I think it's interesting to listen to their perspectives. Um, you know, just just a little little about me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't buy into every little bit of everything that you know Charlie Kirk and his band of merry men do. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't believe everything that Steve Bannon does is is right or just, mm-hmm. um, and that's okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think taking ideas from all over the place is okay. Um, mm-hmm. I think the Republican Party is in a lot of trouble. It is. I agree. We're, with you. we're very fractured. Um, yep. You've got the Trump supporters that saw a guy come in out of nowhere and and really do some interesting things. Was he perfect? No, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. But then again, I love I love how he's compared or or he's dumped on. Right. Right. When you get a guy who shows up out of nowhere and takes a system that was completely broken and a Republican Party that didn't know how to fight and tried to turn it around a little bit. And the only thing he caught was resistance. Right. Because maybe things just aren't bad enough yet that people want change. Mm. I, I agree with you. I, I, I what is it going to take? What is it going to take? I don't know. You got to read the, I guess it's the, there's a term I came across was called the uh, precipice of destruction. You have to have everything taken away from you uh, and everything that you know destroyed before you'll, you'll act. I think that's, that's, we're not there yet. We are not, thankfully, thankfully we're not there. So anyhow. There are there are winnings going on right now, Alpha. I gotta say, there was a lot of winning going on. I mean, there there are small steps and a lot of small steps that build together, build up to bigger steps together, and and I believe wholeheartedly that we are we're going to see some big uh, 
wins on our part. I never, I, I never thought I'd see the day where Twitter was actually releasing any of this. You know, Elon Musk gets a big thank you for me. I mean, whether he has different alternative motives or why, who knows? I, I, I can't even begin to understand what, what he was um, trying to bring to the forefront, but he, he, he didn't listen to the overlords and he did it and he released all that information. I just thank you, Elon Musk. That's all I got to say. Well, it was definitely a gutsy move. Yeah. Yes, it was. Well, everybody, thanks for joining us on another episode of the Signal 50 podcast. It's now 2023. Now, mm. <laughs> let's see what happens next. <laughs> <laughs> well, the biggest the biggest thing I think is going to happen next is you're going to have a big fight over the... We're going to be watching this with eager uh, uh, intention of what's going to happen with the Speaker of the House. We'll find out. Uh, that's going to be very, very interesting. If, if they don't uh, appoint a speaker here really quickly, it's going to be problematic. I don't think, well, this is where I'm going to disagree with you, my friend. Uh, you don't need to do it quickly. You need to do it right. <laughs> well, fair, fair, but I, I, I hear you. Yeah. We still need somebody in the seat, or we can't do committee assignments. We can't do a bunch right. of different things. Right, right. And we can't start the investigations. That's right, and we got to do that. Exactly. It has to get done. So anyhow, everybody, thank you very much for joining us. We'd like to thank uh, our soldiers, sailors, and airmen for protecting us 24-7, 365, especially if you're deployed during the holiday season. Our hat's off to you. Thank you so much for your service to our country and keeping us safe. Our soldiers, sailors, and airmen, can't thank you guys enough. Our police uh, first responders and EMS guys out there, firefighters, you know, our our crew, uh, thanks a lot for what you guys do every day. Appreciate it. Uh, be real careful out there and uh, know that you are appreciated. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays. We'll see you next time. It won't be that long. Don't worry. Bye.